Welcome back, everybody. And I think I have a hot mic here. Okay. Um, this episode is going to be dedicated to the absolute stupidity of both Republicans and Democrats and journalists and not being able to see a story for what it really is. Um, yeah. This is all about deep state or Marxists or whatever you want to call them. I mean, jackasses, I don't care. Un-American SOBs, fine with all of that. Um, but uh, I, And I don't know if people can really see the little JPEG graphic that's attached to these podcasts that uh, are unique to each episode. But this one's kind of, you could see a picture of a, it looks like she hasn't slept in a while, Lisa Page. Uh, probably right after she got hired by MS-13 NBC. Um, and I'm surprised it took uh, any uh, entity that long to bring her back on board because she's such an asset. Uh, but the caption would read, Deep State, we'll let you know when we're done with you. So I'm, I would make fun of the Daily Beast because it says the doily breast. Because this is something they actually put up and they can't, it was smart. Speaking of Lisa Page, they said she worked on the Mueller probe before evidence of her affair led to her dismissal from the team. Page spoke in an interview with the Daily Beast in December 2019, asserting that there's no fathomable way she committed any crime at all. <laughs> you mean there's nobody willing to investigate the crime and prosecute? Here's another good one. EarnTheNecklace.com, whatever the hell that is or means. Um, here's a little quote here, I'll put that. While an inspector general investigation concluded that Strzok and Page texts cast a cloud on their involvement in the Clinton email investigation, the two maintained that their political views did not affect their decision-making. I'll, I'll come back to that bullshit in a minute. But the DOJ releasing their texts to the media, a much-criticized move, put Page at the center of a critical storm. Actually, it really illuminates the truth, okay? And it's a whole reality thing that's kind of devoid, missing. Um, and I couldn't possibly be the only guy thinking, why is everybody, why is everybody talking about the affair, focusing on the affair? That's kind of stupid. You're only going to have so much time to say something. So people propping up Lisa Page and her stellar rise to the lead counsel with chief counsel of a legal team, right? To the assistant director of the FBI, sounds more impressive. Basically, the woman was the, the head of all the attorneys or lawyers for the second highest person in the FBI. Remember how they downplayed that position? Uh, so basically, the woman who is directing the lawyers for the second highest person in the FBI was helping a special agent not investigate Hillary and go after Donald Trump with no evidence. And they spoke about the evidence that was the present that the FBI had acquired and found that Hillary had. Um, and I know people are tired of hearing about emails. It's not about emails. It's about national security and, well, corruption. So nobody can take her stellar rise away from her because her job was to keep special agents like Peter Strzok from breaking the law as he worked on investigations. The texts were meant to illustrate 
Lisa Page not only knew about the role that Stroke played in that criminal conspiracy against the Trump team, but she actively contributed. So decision-making, her, she had one job, okay? The article also mentioned the Clinton email crimes and that she would not be investigated properly. Lisa Page and Peter Strzok communicate about top secret and other communications classified at, at an even higher level quite openly than, than top secret, right? Uh, and didn't talk about investigating her. So my question is, do all politicians and FBI, DOJ still think that, but her emails is cute because if you play that backwards, it says we don't give a shit about national security. It's about lying to convince you, the stupid American people, we cheat into office, our people, uh, and you are victims of smear campaigns, not the criminal a-holes we, they, they really are, and we joke about that in texts and emails behind their backs. So these people know they're propping up criminals, criminal a-holes. She had one job, remember? So you've heard me discuss about the, the, the conduct in the past. I don't see how they could say that it didn't affect her judgment. You do realize that in 2015, um, August 2015, Page texted, Lisa Page texted her lover, Peter Stroke, that she spotted her first Bernie Sander. Yeah, Sander, not Sanders, right? Her first Bernie Sander bumper sticker. Because you see, Bernie Sander is Belt Sander brother. Um, but she spotted that bumper sticker and she actually told Strzok, the FBI, other FBI guy, made me want to key the car. Struck texted back, he's another idiot like Trump. Figure they cancel each other out. No bias right there. Michael Horowitz, dipshit, inspector general. No evidence on Trump either, but don't let, you, don't let that stop you from investigate, investigating the man and leaking for three plus years. That's what it was all about. Just damage, 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 damage. So, um, her repeated daily behavior, in my mind, suggests that the, the, here's, I don't think I've ever said anything quite like this before, so this is kind of fresh. The FBI had no intention of ever driving anything into court through the through DOJ, you know? Her, her job is to make sure that everything's done by the book, so there's a very high likelihood of prosecution because the conviction is what they're looking for. That's the goal. Um, anything they would have handed to a, uh, a court would have been torn apart by the defense. Uh, unless, of course, they had uh, an Emmett Sullivan slimy shitbag in there because he's the guy that derailed Senator Ted Stevens in 2008, right? And then he's the guy who lied about Flynn knowing this prosecutorial misconduct in both of those high-profile political hit job cases. So... Um, they, they, if they knew they could get another Emmett Sullivan in there, but he was tied up, right? They, they, they thought that they wouldn't stand a chance. So the whole goal is just destroy four years of Republican leadership. That's, that's what it was about. Uh, and make enough people. See, they can draw a lot of people. You know, what, half the country's kind of ambivalent? 
They have people who are loyalists to Republicans like Trump. They say, hey, this sounds like an old message coming back. Yeah, the Democrats say, hey, I don't hear enough Marxist shit in here to be, you know, interested in this Trump guy. So, but they're trying to pull people off the fence with all this hate. And what I, I can say one thing, their show of force probably scared a few hundred thousand others into saying, well, I'm going to have to go with the party of riots in the streets and burning peaceful protests. Um, so if you think, if you have a problem with that kind of stuff that's going on, it's, it, 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 it gets even deeper because I, there are a few other connections that are, uh, well, repulsive repulsive so people if people think what happened to general flynn was deserved he that he deserved it they need to question why they feel that way marxists probably knew trump was a fighter who wouldn't quit so it was a lot easier to pretend that everyone around him was a crook and anything to keep that administration frozen for four years because they didn't want to spend a year undoing what he'd done for you know in four years uh, well apparently executive orders fix everything so um, here's part of the, the, the rise that I was talking about. This is what people love to say now because she had to, she had to be untarnished, polished again, this Lisa Page. Uh, her rise to the top reminds me of the youngest attorney ever appointed to the pin, which is the public integrity section at the DOJ, right? Um, 2008, the youngest man ever, I'm not sure if that's true anymore, maybe somebody younger's gone in, but in 2008, that was Nick Marsh, who was, by all accounts, um, a great guy with standards and actual integrity in the public integrity section, right? After March, uh, Mr. Marsh, Nick, saw the pr prosecutorial misconduct uh, on the case that he helped put together against Senator Stevens in Alaska, and then the senator died in this plane wreck after that warning system was disabled, disabled in the plane he was in. Um, that was too much for him. Uh, Nick Marsh took his own life, um, and I. But I bet that, that that's the last time the DOJ, DOJ ever made the mistake of letting someone with, with integrity into the public integrity section. Cliff notes: uh, Every conviction against Senator Stevens was fake. He was accused of taking a bribe with about two hundred thousand dollars worth of remodeling and construction in his family hunting lodge, and it was weird that the DOJ had taken possession of the contract documents in that builder and t told him he wasn't allowed to talk about them and kept them in the file. I believe they came across those before, uh, after he was Stevens was convicted, but before the election, and they were not allowed to talk about it. So that's kind of like, it's kind of obvious. I mean, but we've become pretty timid here in America. It's like, all right, well, somebody lied, cheated, you know, won a seat and through cheating. But okay, but at least there's a public integrity section that investigates Oh no, they're the ones that did it. <sighs> okay, uh, yeah. So they're the ones that investigate election fraud and crimes. And I, I guess pretty clear they've been Marxists since 2008. I wonder if there's a sticker out there that says Public Integrity Section, DOJ, Marxists since 2008. I'm proud of it. So any questions about how important the PIN, Public Integrity Section, is to the Marxists? Probably not. That's the that's the sprinkles on this Marxist pile of shit. Is that they've got the, they've had the pin for quite some time now, twelve, thirteen, fourteen years probably. Yeah, and that's how you get a uh, filibuster-proof 
majority in the Senate for Barack Obama's first term, right? Okay. Um, now, it's kind of, kind of interesting that Lisa Page joined him as 13NBC. Uh, Daily Beast was the first, I think, to give her the platform to rob more IQ points from America. Uh, they asked her what prompted her, her br to break the silence she'd had since Trump and all that. And she said, honestly, it was a demeaning fake orgasm, or fake orgasm that really was the straw that broke the camel's back. Now, is she admitting she's a camel or that she faked her orgasms? That could be a twofer, I guess. Uh, Lisa Page also added, I decided to take my power back. No, more like somebody gave you a script and the power back. Well, your handlers needed time to regroup and make sure nobody saw things the way that I'm talking about them right now. Picture her stealing the Mona Lisa. She waits a bit, hides it, and heads back to see the crime bass what the commotion's all about. Nobody recognized her as a thief. It's probably safest to lay low for a little while anyways until they came up with their plan to get her, work her back in. Um, you know, there's no fathomable way she committed any crime at all. That's the ridiculous part about the, the doily breast. Um, you see what I mean by about getting paid to lie? Uh, so serious question here. Does this mean going forward the police can lie, falsify evidence, leak to the press, and have their convictions, convictions still count? Because this is what the FBI and the DOJ have done to political opponents. But they seem to get away with every time when, when it's one party kind of strange but uh, now here I know everybody's been waiting with bated breath what about Stroke's wife Peter Stroke is she chopped liver I mean these two were having a thing each one were married with kids or whatever don't you worry about Melissa Hodgman Peter Stroke's wife she was embedded into the enforcement division of the Securities Exchange Commission in late 2016 by Barack Obama so there's the there's the payoff and it's probably followed all of the um uh, you know, uh, drama. So, as a please don't divorce him kind of payoff. There's one more thing we haven't talked about yet either. Um, I think I mentioned in another episode, uh, very early in Obama's second term is when that uh, Urban View, Sirius XM, started talking about uh, in, in increasing intensity about Veterans not they are, should not be entitled to the Second Amendment's rights, and veterans shouldn't be should be prohibited from ever joining law enforcement. Now, if somebody grew up in a city and has a record, they've already Obama started this to increase diversity in the police force. They lowered the standards. You don't even have to be felon felony free anymore. So, but it's okay to have drug dealers, gang members with the guns and badges, but not people who've already sworn an oath. Um, and, but the only way that um, I think this won't become a factor is if the bribe administration slow rolls Marxist shit into the land. If they try to speed things up, that's going to happen. That's why I say it's a kind of a, a, a signal, I would think, that the end is near for the kinds of liberties and such that we are familiar with and have come to enjoy. Anyhow, I should probably wrap this up the point here is, why were we always talking about the affair? You know, why? Yeah, okay, it shows that, you know, there's indiscretions and stuff, poor, poor judgment. Um, but the real thing here was, 
she played a key role in failing to do her job. And her job was to make sure the FBI produced a product that they could hand to the DOJ for prosecution, conviction, and there's no way they could have done that. It's, it's pretty clear that they could never have done that, looking over things. And I think that's part of why I get so upset when I see that the FBI is still intact and investigating free Americans. It's bizarre. Take care, everybody, and God bless.